Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to step into your power, find alignment, and create a life that you love using holistic methods, interviews with industry leaders, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host and health and wellness bestie, Amanda Chills, and I'm so proud of you for choosing to step into the root of your power. All right, all right, all right. Hello, podcast fam. I am so glad that you are here allowing me to teach you what I know and hanging out with me and just doing stuff like, hi, I hope you're well. If you're not, I hope that you're finding the support that you need. And if you're not, reach out, reach out on Instagram, through my website, livemyhappyhealth.com. You'll also find some tips there to increase energy and just general how to work with me stuff. So welcome to this week's episode where we are going to talk about people pleasing, how to know if you're a people pleaser and what to do about it if you are. Now, people-pleasing is something I run into a lot in the work that I do, Um, and I want to let you know that if it is something that you struggle with, that's because you learned that skill. That doesn't mean that you can't change it. It doesn't mean that you're hopeless and you're stuck in this cycle forever. It just means that up until now, you have learned to survive by prioritizing everyone else's happiness above your own. And that is a very specific survival skill. But it creates it creates a lot of problems, and we're going to talk about those. And it can amplify some other problems. And the whole point of this podcast is that I support and empower you to make whatever changes you want in your life so that you feel more aligned, you feel happier, you feel healthier, and you really dig into the root of your own power. See what I did there? We use the title in the podcast, guys. I'm like, just call me butter because I'm on a roll today. Mm, Side note, one of my clients dropped off sourdough bread that they make. Oh my God. (laughs) After this, I'm literally about to go smash half a loaf and it's going to be amazeballs. So if you guys are sourdough fans, also at me because um, I kind of want to make my own, but I'm lazy. So like, I don't know. Anyway, tell me about your sourdough. But back to people pleasing. So you may be asking into the void like, hey, Amanda, what the heck is people pleasing? And lucky for you, I'm going to tell you. Again, whole point of today's episode is to talk about it. People pleasing is a process by which you prioritize other people's needs, wants, likes, whims, emotions, time, everything over your own. It means you chronically betray yourself, sacrifice yourself in order to keep other people happy. Now, you may recognize this phrase because I hear it a lot. I'm just so 
nice. I'm, I'm so nice. I'm too nice. If you find yourself saying that, um, fair warning, you may be a people pleaser. And a reaction I get a lot is people will say, well, but I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be mean, which is such an interesting thing to me because you have been taught one of the ways that we become a people pleaser. Well, pretty much the only way is that we're taught that it's not safe to speak up, that we don't deserve respect or boundaries. Um, you're taught that setting boundaries, speaking up, not doing everything for everyone at all points of your life is mean and you'll be in trouble and they won't love you. Now, a lot of us learn this when we're children. If we have parents or caregivers who don't set very good boundaries or they don't know how or they don't allow you to set boundaries, then in order to survive that family unit, you're going to self-betray. You're going to sacrifice your needs so that your caregivers are happy because if they kick you out as a four-year-old, you're going to die. So that survival mechanism is very powerful. And it teaches us at a young age that in order to accept love, we have to earn it. And the way that we earn it is self-sacrifice and not speaking up and not setting boundaries, like really prioritizing everyone's happiness. Now, if you say things like, I just want everyone to be happy. I just want everyone to get along. I can't stand when people are upset with me. Like, I just, I can't do it. I feel so guilty saying no. Those are pretty fair signs that you are probably a people pleaser, but I'm going to give you some more. So here are 10 signs that you are a people pleaser. Now, if these resonate with you, please take them with some compassion. This doesn't mean that you have to stay this way. But if we don't bring our attention to things that aren't working for us, we continue in the same loop. So for some of you, this may be kind of a triggering episode and kind of low key. I hope it is because if there's one thing that I see that really gets in the way of people feeling and being empowered, it's outsourcing your own power to other people's emotions or other people's happiness, which is an emotion, of course, or other people's whims like you will sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice and you will give up your life you will prioritize peace and you will lose your life in the process so if this is triggering for you good that means that you have some work to do so without further ado 10 signs that you are a people pleaser and then after, after I just shatter your worldview, you're going to be like, oh my God, Amanda, I'm going to teach you how to fix it, right? We don't just do one here. We're going to do both. So one of the signs that you're a people pleaser in no particular order other than these are the ways that I wrote them down. You pretend to agree with everyone and you never have your own opinions. So I have a really interesting way of being able to tell if People were allowed to have opinions when they were young. And some of you are going to laugh at this because it's a very simple question. I can tell if someone had their voice valued with this question. What do you want to eat? 
And the reason I can tell with that one question is if you were never allowed to have your own preferences or opinions, guess what you struggle with as an adult? Telling people what you want or need. And it shows up in much bigger ways. It shows up by not speaking up when someone hurts you, by um, being taken advantage of at work, by outsourcing everything you want to other people that you're dealing with. So you don't get to choose restaurants. You don't get to choose where you live. You take jobs you don't like. You have partners you don't really want. You accept things from your partners that you don't really want because you just agree, 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 agree. Everything someone else wants is fine. That's fine. That's okay. I don't mind. Now, of course, in a healthy, balanced relationship, sometimes you're not really going to have a preference. But if you chronically have no preference, if you chronically never have an opinion, oh, you're probably a people pleaser. Now, when you listen to, obviously you're listening to this, but I want you to keep in mind that if you are in an abusive relationship, if there is physical or mental abuse, you survive by being a people pleaser. That is how you survive because it's the safest option. When we talk about overcoming people pleasing, if you are in an abusive relationship, these are not for you. They will not work. They will only put you in more danger. Now, being aware of that dynamic is very helpful, but you need professional help to get out of an abusive relationship. Do not do the things that I'm gonna explain for how to fix it because it's literally not safe. I'll explain that again. Now, this is assuming that you are a people pleaser and there is no abuse happening. But these things will resonate with you anyway. So you agree with everyone and never have your own opinions. That's number one. Number two is you feel responsible for how other people feel and you prioritize. You are constantly trying to make everyone happy. That is your life goal when you're with other people. You're trying to make them happy, make them happy, make them happy. Now, logically, we understand that that is a fool's errand. You will never, let me repeat it so you hear it. You will never make everyone happy. You may as well try and lay an egg, like a whole ostrich egg. That is how likely it is that you will make everyone happy. You can come to my house and teach my cows to sing opera. That is more likely to happen than you making everyone in your life happy. And what happens is you will lose your life. You will lose your wants, your needs, your goals. You will lose everything trying to make other people happy because it is a fool's errand. You cannot do it. And let me tell you now, in case no one has, the only happiness that matters is yours. Everyone else can die mad within a spectrum. Now, if you're actively hurting other people, no, 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 that doesn't count. But if you're doing things that are right for you and other people are mad about it, they can just die mad about it. And we're going to talk about that when we get to how do we overcome people pleasing. One of the other things I see all the time is people who apologize all, all the time. They're just always apologizing for things that aren't even their fault and things that don't take an apology. And if I'm right, and I've seen this pattern enough to know, I think that one may hit home 
if you are constantly apologizing, you are a people pleaser. You're trying to manage someone's reaction. You're prioritizing peace over your own truth. And that is a self-betrayal. That is self-abandonment. Now, if we do something wrong, yes, we want to apologize. So this is not me saying never apologize. So don't go do something effed up and then be like, well, Amanda said I never had to apologize because that's not what your girl is saying. Like it's not <laughs> apologize when things are your fault. Take accountability when things, when you do something wrong. But if you're chronically apologizing for things that really you haven't done anything wrong or if you have um, a disagreement with someone and they were really in the wrong and you apologize first, you're people pleasing. You're trying to manage the relationship by giving them what they want. But it has some issues, especially if you're doing that. If you're in a relationship where they were in the wrong and you're apologizing, it furthers their proof that like one, they can mistreat you because you'll apologize. And two, that they don't have to take accountability because you'll take 100% accountability, even if it's not yours to take. So if you are chronically apologizing, you are probably a people pleaser. Ah, this next one is one I see all the time as well. You never take time for yourself. You don't practice self-care. Even when I say that, you're just like, uh, WTF self-care. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, sounds gross. That's selfish. A lot of people who are people pleasers have big, big trigger words with the word selfish. They want to be anything but selfish, often because it was hurled as an insult at them. You're so selfish. You're a monster. How dare you, right? That gets ingrained in our brain. And we learn, oh, I have to be anything but selfish. I'm never allowed to speak up. I'm never allowed to do what I want because then they'll be mad at me. And what happens if they're mad at me? They'll leave. They won't love me. And then I'll be alone forever. That's kind of where this thought process goes. Like, I really hope this is resonating with you guys because it's so powerful when you break free of it. So if you're never taking time for yourself, if you don't know what self-care is, if you're chronically overextended, you're doing everything for everyone else, like, oh, I have some news for you. You're a fucking people pleaser. And you're probably exhausted. So we want to get you out of that cycle so that you have more energy to do whatever the heck you want to do. If it's come teach my cows opera, like, listen, we could probably make it a YouTube channel. I bet people would love it. The other thing that happens is if you ever do anything for yourself, you may feel like intense, intense, intense guilt and shame. Because you've been taught for so long that you have to be anything other than selfish. Selfish is a, it's the worst thing to, to people who are people pleasers. Now, this kind of rolls into the next one. All these are kind of related, I think, as you can, I would say see, but here. Uh, <laughs> you can't say no. You cannot, like physically cannot say no. Like every time you're going to say no, you just like want to throw up and you're just like, oh my God, I would rather die than say no because you're afraid of disappointing people. You're afraid of them getting angry with you. You just cannot, cannot, cannot say no. 
that is a huge issue because what happens is you're giving power to other people's reactions instead of yourself. And that is not a space where you are empowered. We want you to be empowered. That is literally my life purpose so that you are empowered to live the life you want, your happiest, healthiest self. And if you cannot say no, I mean, physically, literally you can, but if you feel like you can't, then you are chronically outsourcing your happiness, your time, your energy, your money, your effort, your everything, everything, because you cannot freaking say no. Again, these are all really related. If you are constantly trying to manage everyone's emotions and make everyone happy, which we already talked about a little, you feel responsible for how others feel and constantly try to make everyone happy. But this is more than that. You want to prioritize peacekeeping. So no one can ever be upset. We, we don't confront people when they hurt us. We don't hold people accountable. We don't tell them no. Like, do you see how these are really, really related? Take no drink of water, guys and girls and in-betweens. So we're constantly trying to manage other people's emotions. Like, let me just tell you now, and some of the things I say are harsh and like, not sorry about them. You are manipulating people into liking you. And that is not a grounded, balanced relationship. If you have to chronically convince people to like you or to stay in your life, you have no power in that relationship. And you will never have any. So our brain fools us into thinking, if I just if I just do this thing, if I do this one thing, then they'll stay, then they'll like me, then they'll love me. But it's never that one thing. This is a lifetime pattern of one thing after another, after another, and it snowballs into taking over your life. And we don't want that. We want your life to belong to you. Now, this one is the main, main thing, right? You don't know how to set boundaries. Boundaries are literally just a skill that a lot of people do not learn. So I live in North Carolina now, and let me tell you, Southern lady boundaries versus like the boundaries I had in my household growing up in Florida are completely different. Like all of my friends here are literally horrified, were horrified the first time I asked them to leave because I was tired and I want them out of my house. Like, horrified. They thought I was like the rudest heifer literally on the planet. Because they have been taught to sacrifice, 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 and stay up until 3 a.m. if people don't want to leave. Instead of just literally saying, hey, I'm tired, go home. Now, some of you may listen to that and be like, oh my god, like you are so rude. Ha ha ha, that's a sign that you're a people pleaser. If you think boundaries are like just the rudest thing on in life, then you're a people pleaser. If you would rather eat a whole tree than set a boundary, newsflash friend, you are a freaking people pleaser. <laughs> so if you don't know how to set boundaries or ask for what you need, that's because you don't have the practice. It doesn't mean you can't do it. It means you don't have the practice and you don't know the skill. That is all that means. You can learn. Ah, this one goes along with wanting to make everyone happy. You have to have everyone like you. No one can dislike you. And if you feel like they do, you will do anything. 
anything to get them to like you. Anything. Totally rearrange your schedule. Lend them money. Do anything for this person who you feel like doesn't like you. Now, whether they do or not, that's on them, right? We can't control other people's emotions, which you may not know, but we're going to learn in the next section when I talk about how to overcome people pleasing. So if you'll do anything to have anyone like you, this bleeds into the next one, which was, is you'll do anything to avoid conflict, anything. You will never speak up. If you are disrespected, you won't ask for your needs to be met. You will never hold someone accountable. You will never set boundaries. I hope you guys are really seeing like how this takes over your life and it can show up in work, in relationships, in friendships with, um, let's say you're building a house and you hire a contractor and the contractor isn't doing what you want. I literally know people who will build something and say, well, it wasn't what I wanted, but I, I didn't, I didn't want to say anything like you are paying for a service or a product. And instead of making it what you want, you don't speak up like that is so unhelpful. And this is one of the ways that being a people pleaser really gets in the way of living your best life. If you're working with a trainer and the trainer is doing things that aren't for you or they're too hard or they're not hard enough or you just really hate the workouts that you're doing, but you never say anything, you just hate it. Every day you go in and hate it and eventually you quit instead of speaking up. That's people pleasing. If you um, are in a relationship and you keep going to a restaurant that you hate, you hate all the restaurants your partner suggests but you go to them every time because you never speak up, you're not going to enjoy that outing. Now, you know, of course, sometimes we give in and we go where our partner wants. But again, this is if it's a chronic thing, which leads us into the next one. This is like beautiful. I didn't plan it this way, but like, hey, serendipity, you don't speak up and you let people take advantage of you. This is one that I hear all the time. They say, I don't know why they think it's okay to treat me this way. And I tell them, it's because you allow it. You allow people to mistreat you by not setting boundaries. You allow people to disrespect you and take advantage of you because you don't know how to set boundaries. Now, hear me when I say this. If there is abuse happening, you do not ask for that. You don't allow it. That is a totally different dynamic. If there is abuse, that is not something that I'm telling you that you deserve or that you allow. That is a completely separate dynamic. You do not deserve abuse. You do not deserve outright cruelty. And again, please go talk to a professional. Do not bring your violent partner if you go speak to a professional. That is not a safe environment, but there are many, many, many ways someone can help you with that. So this is for people who are not in abusive relationships. When people disrespect you, you allow it. If you don't speak up, if you don't hold them accountable, if you don't have consequences, you tell them that their behavior is okay. One of the examples I give all the time that I'm going to give you guys now is like if someone, if I come home and someone is robbing my house and I just watch them rob my house because I don't want to confront them, they're going to come back and rob my house again. 
They're going to do it, even if the door's locked, because they know, hey, I can just come in anytime I want and rob this chick's house. Even if I stand in the yard and I say, no, oh, no, don't rob my house. Oh, well, you're so rude. That's not enough. If I don't physically kick them off my property, give them consequences, guess what? They come back to rob my house because the worst thing I did was say something. So speaking up is not enough. We're going to talk about that in the next few minutes. But if you never speak up and you allow people to take advantage of you, you allow people to treat you like a doormat, you allow people to be rude to you, you're literally giving them permission to continue doing that behavior. Again, we're not talking about physically abusive situations. Now, oh, <laughs> let's take a deep breath because that was heavy. You may be thinking, okay, Amanda, that, um, you got me. <laughs> Damn, like I'm in this picture and I don't like it, <clears throat> as the young kids say. And so what does this lead to? Like, what does it look like when this is your pattern? Well, for one, I want to ask you that question. What does your life look like when you know this is your pattern? What do you give up? Your peace, your energy, your time, oftentimes your money, your you may have given up work things or dreams in order to people please. What have you given up in order to keep people in your life? And because you don't know how to set boundaries or not be a people pleaser. Most of it is boundary setting, by the way. So it shows up like a lot of resentment towards the people in your life, a lot of anger towards the people in your life. And oftentimes what happens is you'll be resentful for a very long time. That pressure will build and then you'll explode and you'll be super, super angry about all these things this person has done. You'll yell at them and say, F you and this shit isn't okay and blah, 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 blah. And you'll be like, fuck you and fuck this and everything is terrible. But then nothing changes because you don't know how to consistently set boundaries. Again, that's just a skill you can learn. So you have resentment towards the people in your life. You are angry towards them. You have these blow-ups. You prove to yourself that you're not worth a respectful, equal relationship because every single time you self-betray, every single time you self-sacrifice, you are telling yourself that you're not worth taking care of. You're not worth considering. Your happiness is not worth it. That's what you tell yourself with your actions. And so you, you don't feel confident about yourself. You have a low sense of self-worth. You just, you don't feel good about yourself or your relationships. You feel tired all the time because you are literally bleeding energy into spaces where you have no control where you're just trying to manipulate people into liking you, that is not a good space. If you are have other things going on, it can seriously amplify anxiety and depression. That's something I see often when we start doing boundary work. The anxiety and depression symptoms decrease. Why? You literally have more energy to live your life and you're not being mistreated. So 
naturally anxiety and depression will go away. You aren't able to live in the moment because you're constantly strategizing. What can I do for this person? Are they upset? Are they not upset? If they're upset, what do I need to do? What if they get upset later? And it's this whole spiral of constantly being hyper vigilant towards other people's emotions and always managing your relationships, which means you can't really just enjoy the moment because the moment doesn't exist. You are always thinking, 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 blah, 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 blah. thinking, thinking, thinking. How do I manage this? What happens if I need to, I need to apologize this. Something that also happens is you'll, you'll start filtering your choices with, but what will X think? What will X say? How do I make them proud? Like I have clients who will make decisions based on what someone in their life would want them to do. And they end up very out of alignment. And that misalignment amplifies depression, anxiety, it amplifies anger and resentment. And it overall just really fucks your life. (laughs) Like you end up in a space that's so exhausting and unfulfilling. And then you can't figure out why. Well, this may be one of the reasons. So all those things are long-term consequences of people-pleasing. If I missed one, let me know. Okay, so now we're at like, that was the meat, right? Now we're going to cook it. (laughs) That analogy doesn't make a lot of sense, but whatever, guys, we're rolling with it. We don't have to be perfect. Um, So how do we fix people-pleasing? Well, at the risk of being facetious, the easiest way is to stop prioritizing other people's opinions, emotions, emotional states, happiness over your own. It is that simple and that difficult. It is not easy, but the process is quite simple. And here are six steps to overcoming people pleasing. Again, if I'm hitting one and you're like, I really don't know how to do that. Or, or, you know, I, I really literally have no idea what you're saying, Amanda. Like, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. I'm so terrified of doing that. And the people in my life, like really like punching me in the face emotionally or like leaving me, then, you know, contact me and I'm happy to support you with these things. And let me know if a boundaries course would be something that would be helpful for you guys. Cause I've been kicking around creating one, like a little ebook or something. Um, so how to fix people pleasing in six steps. Let's party. One, understand that your behavior to prioritize people pleasing is fear-based. What are you afraid of? I'm giving you some time to answer that question. What is the worst thing that happens if people are upset with you? For most of the people that I work with, they're terrified that people will leave them, that they won't love them anymore, that they'll be alone. That fear of being alone will drive you to do things that you will never consider doing if you are comfortable with saying, if you don't respect my boundaries, that's on you and you can leave. I'll be fine. Now, that may sound worlds away for you right now. It's not. It doesn't take very long when you start practicing these skills 
to really become rooted in your ability to say, if you don't meet my expectations, I don't have to have you in my life. That is such an empowered space. And that's the space that I want to support you guys to get to. So we understand that people pleasing is fear based and that fear drives you into survival mode and it drives you into doing anything to feel safe. And the way that people pleasers get that safety is by people pleasing. You're not broken for this. You're not wrong. You just learned a specific way to survive and it isn't really helpful in every situation. So you are terrified of people not loving you and being angry with you. But even the being angry says if they're angry with me, they won't love me anymore. So I want you to really hold compassion for that space because that it's scary. It's scary to say that's one of the human core fears is to be alone. But we want to be empowered to say, I choose who's in my life. I choose who adds value. And we're going to get there. So the second thing is to start practicing self-care. Start doing things for you that just you enjoy. Start being aware of how you feel when you are doing these people-pleasing behaviors I would be super willing to bet that you don't feel good when you're doing it. It feels like a self-betrayal. It feels icky because you're not empowered. You're not standing in your truth. You're not standing rooted. And that doesn't feel good. You are meant to have balanced, respectful relationships. And anything other than that doesn't feel good. And we want to be really honest about that without beating ourselves up. There's a reason that I keep saying it is a learned behavior. You learned to be a certain way. You can unlearn and you can learn a new way. And I promise you it feels better once it becomes a new habit. In the beginning, it feels icky, but that's only because it's a new skill. If you started learning to rock climb, you would suck at it at first. You would be like, oh my God, I'm so terrible. This feels so awkward. Everything hurts and I'm dying. <laughs> Overcoming people pleasing really feels the same way, but with more practice, you get better at it. And then it's just your new normal. You start getting a flow. You have the muscle memory. It's the same thing. So you start practicing self-care. You start carving out little beady, beady, beady chunks of time for yourself where you say, you know, I really, I would like to just take a walk this afternoon. I would like to start journaling. I would like to listen to this type of music in the car. Um, I would like to eat this for dinner. Like you start doing things like that. Now, Along with this, because you've probably had the rhetoric that you have to be anything other than selfish and self-care is inherently selfish, which is a good thing. I want you to be more selfish. What, Amanda? You want me to be more selfish? Yes. Yes. For the love of God. Yes. I want you to be more selfish. Obviously, that exists in a spectrum, right? We don't want to go 100%. I never do anything anyone wants and F everybody. No, no. We. I want you to just be up your selfish but don't go 100 per, you know, don't do a full 180 in the opposite direction. I just want you to start adding things that are, you feel are selfish without hurting people, right? Like, let's have that nuance. 
you are going to feel guilty because you've been taught that selfish is bad. I would love if we undid that because selfish is necessary. If you want to be happy, you have to prioritize your own happiness sometimes. Not 100% of the time, but a good chunk of the time. And we start by training ourselves to be selfish. We start by doing things that are self-care. Going to bed early, saying no to things we don't want to do. This kind of rolls into the next one, which is set boundaries. When you are thinking of just agreeing, even though you really don't want to, these questions may help you figure out why you're doing that. Why am I compromising? Are we both compromising? Do I really want to compromise or am I doing this because I'm afraid they'll get mad or they'll leave? If you find that it's a fear-based decision, practice, like listen to me when I tell you, you will never feel ready when you're first doing this to say no. You have to practice it while you are anxious about it. Practice it even though it's scary. Practice it even though you feel guilty. That is the only way. We have to set the boundaries, do the self-care, and then the confidence comes. You will not feel confident until you practice these skills. So start setting boundaries. No, I have another commitment at that time. Or, you know, I really can't lend you that money because I'm prioritizing X, Y, Z, or I would really love to have a long conversation with you. I just don't have the time right now. Can we reschedule? Or, you know, it's really late and I have to be up early tomorrow morning. This has been so fun, but I'd really like to go to bed now. There are ways to do it that are kind. And I only have two rules for setting boundaries and that you're honest and you're kind. For example, if someone asked to borrow money from me, like Pretty much I'm saying no, but sometimes I say yes. But if I'm saying no, I can say something like, you know, I really, I really don't have it right now. I'm so sorry, but I may be able to help with time. I may be able to help with X, Y, Z. You can always offer another way to help, but you don't have to. You can also just say, no, I'm so sorry. I don't have it right now. And that is kind and honest. So those are the two rules for setting boundaries. When we start doing that, people may be upset. And this practice comes with a lot of acceptance. One of the things we have to accept is that not everyone is even going to like you. Not everyone is going to react super um, accommodatingly to your boundaries. Not everyone is going to say, oh my gosh, okay, great, no worries. Some people will try and push you because they want to manipulate you because in the past you've said yes. So all of a sudden you're saying no and they're like, well, if I push them harder, they'll say yes. But someone who doesn't respect your boundaries does not respect you. So we have to be okay that some people will be upset by you saying no. Some people will be just unhappy with you. And there is not a damn thing you can do about it. It's not your job to force people to like you. 
and how people feel about you, if you're honest and kind and not an asshole, generally has more to do with them than it has to do with you. So we have to accept that not everyone will like you and it's literally not your job to make sure they do. Some people like me because I'm dope. Some people don't like me and literally that's their problem. Like it's not my problem to get everyone to like me and I can imagine how exhausted you are trying because if you've made it this far, it's resonating. So when we're setting boundaries, when we're accepting that people don't have to like us, Part of that is speaking up when you don't like something and practicing being honest about how you feel. So let's take the going out to dinner at a restaurant. You hate example. If we're practicing speaking up, you can always say, hey, babe, um, you know that like that Japanese restaurant that we go to, like I really don't like their food all the time. Can we go to this other place instead? And they may say, I didn't know you didn't like their food. Like we go there all the time and you can say, you know, I really want to make you happy, but I'd really like to go to this other place. And hopefully they'll say, oh my gosh, of course. Like I want you to be happy too. Now that's the goal. But we want to speak up when we don't like something. Hey, I don't like the way you're speaking to me. Please don't yell at me. Please don't call me names. Again, if you're in an abusive relationship, these are not for you. Get professional help. When... We are not in an abusive relationship, though. We do want to speak up. Hey, you know, I really don't like when you show up at my house at 7 a.m. Please call before you do that so I can tell you if I have time. Um, Hey, you know, I know you have me, like you've requested for me to work a lot of overtime, but I really can't do that because X, Y, Z. Or even just, I really don't have the time to do that, and so I'll no longer be doing that going forward. Now, that takes some practice to get to where you're just setting a boundary as a statement of fact and not explaining. But that's one of the goals is that your boundaries are just facts. Hey, I'm not willing to work overtime for the month of June. You don't have to explain more than that. But that is the second. That's like when we get good at it. We just want to start with speaking up. On this other one that I think you guys may may struggle with especially if you're an over-apologizer, is to stop apologizing when it's A, not your fault, and B, you're not truly sorry. Because if you're apologizing to manage someone's reaction, hate to break it to you, but that's manipulation. Like, you are manipulating people into liking you. Now, again, you learned that behavior. There's a reason that you're doing it. You didn't just wake up one day and say, oh my God, I'm going to outsource all my power to the people in my life and uh, become a chronic people pleaser. You learned this behavior and I'm telling you it can be unlearned. So I'm going to go over those again so that you remember them. We're going to understand that people pleasing is fear-based. So we want to take our power back by not feeding that fear monster and standing in our truth. We want to practice self-care and accept all the uncomfortable feelings that come with it. The guilt and the discomfort. That is only because it's a new practice. We're going to set boundaries. We're going to question why we're compromising, if we're the only person compromising. And we're going to speak up when we don't want to do something or can't. We're going to accept that not everyone will like us, and it's literally not our job to make everyone on this earth like us. 
That's not possible. Let's put our energy where it's actually valuable. We're going to speak up when we don't like something and practice being honest about how we feel. And we're going to stop apologizing when we're not truly sorry, because that does not help you at all. Now, you may be like, Amanda, that is so much and I feel super called out. And (laughs) what do I do now? Well, what you do now is you practice and also let me know if a boundaries course would be helpful. Now, I do have a freebie that will help you do these things. It's going to help you start building sustainable habits. And remember, not being a people pleaser is a habit. It is literally a set of actions that can become our new normal. So if you go to my website, livemyhappyhealth.com, you are going to see my three free 99, y'all, free steps to building healthy and sustainable habits. And you're going to see a bunch of other stuff too, but this thing is free and it will help you start building those habits. And if you're running into issues, if you're like, oh my God, Amanda, I really don't understand what you're saying. Like this seems so impossible. There's no way I can do it. Shoot me a message. Okay. You can get at me through the website. You can find me on Instagram at Amanda underscore chills. Although you should be following me already if you listen to this podcast. So like go follow me. Lots of fun stuff on there. And I will support you in the best way that I can. Now, I can't do everything for you because boundaries (laughs) and the goal is to empower you. But if you head to the website, livemyhappyhealth.com, you are going to get my three steps to build healthy, sustainable habits. This will help you with these skills. So that is our That is our people-pleasing episode. Um, If you want to hear more like this, let me know. I can talk about this all day long, but then, like, you know, you have things to do. And I want to be respectful of your time. (gasps) Do we see how boundaries work? So y'all have a wonderful day. I am so proud of you for even listening to this and thinking about changes and practicing awareness. And I, good luck. Like truly, I mean that. It is just a set of skills that you are going to feel more confident in the more you practice. And you can absolutely, you can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. I adore you. I'm proud of you. And I'm rooting for you. All right, y'all have a glorious day.